0: It's 1.36, you're listening to The 123 Show with me, Karen Ko. and I'm delighted to have my first guest in the studio. She will literally kick your butt, and she does it on screen as well as in real life. She's a kung fu actress, singer, taekwondo champion, among many other things, and she's home in Hong Kong for a while. So I'm delighted to welcome to the studio, Juju Chan. Hi, Juju. (laughs) <laughs> Hi! So, uh, also, we're on Facebook Live, so if you go to my Facebook page, Karen, on RTHK Radio 3, you can see Juju as well as hear her. So, Juju, mm-hmm. just in case there's anyone out there who doesn't know you, tell us about your background and how you came to love and practice martial arts. Um, my background, I, uh, I was born in Hong Kong,
1: raised both in Hong Kong and the States. Um, I trained in martial arts since I was 10 years old, Um, always have the passion in, you know, uh, performance and, and, you know, no matter it's acting, singing, dancing and all that. um, I went to school in NYU and then I went back to Hong Kong and start developing and, and, and working in the entertainment industry and uh now i'm here (laughs) wow that's
0: great so when you were little and you expressed an interest in martial arts what did your parents your friends think were they like wow girls shouldn't be doing rough things like that
1: yeah well i was kind of more like a tomboy when I was a kid. I, I was super hyperactive, and um, I, I I actually got into got into um, action martial arts was because of my father. He loves watching action films, so I would um, watch films with him at home, and then I'll be copying all the moves from the screen. So I was I was seeing Jackie Chan jumping jumping from building to building and doing all these. Cool kung fu fightings and and and, Jet Li and you know all yeah. the heroes. So I will be copying them and break a lot of stuff at home. So, <laughs> yeah, it's a little bit hard to control me when I was a young kid. So my parents was like, oh, they better sent me to learn martial yeah, arts. Better properly. do it in the studio
0: rather than in yeah, the house, right? Yeah. <laughs> so what what's all the martial arts that you've learned and that you've pra- that you practice?
1: I started with uh, judo because that's the school closest to my home at that time. Uh, and then after Judo, I uh, I learned um, Shotokan Karate, uh, and then Chinese Kung Fu is Hong Ga, Wing Chun. Uh, I self-taught myself, Lung Chucks, was wow. just looking at the videos and just you know YouTube videos. And, just and doing like, it. hitting
0: yourself accidentally and, from yeah, time to time. Yeah, <laughs>
1: a lot of those. Uh, and then eventually I, I, I ran into some really great masters, Chinese Kung Fu masters, so I would ask them to teach me proper nunchucks. And then um, Taekwondo, after I got my black belt, I I was uh, invited to join the Hong Kong um, team, national team so I represented Hong Kong to um, uh, in some international championships. And then uh, I also did Thai boxing. I also represented Hong Kong in Thai boxing. Um, That's a lot.
0: (laughs) And are they all very different? I mean, is it actually hard to get proficient at all of them because they're slightly different or does one help the other it's
1: that's really i mean it's the foundation it's important um i guess because i started training since i was a little kid so um for me learning forms uh learning all the fundamental you know movement and 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 the stance and you know how to uh uh like the how to do the force and impact and all the you know all the all the proper stuff i i started training since i was a kid so i every time when i learn a new martial arts i will focus in all the fundamentals Mm. um and a lot of the time it's uh whether you have the balance the the power how you know all the all the 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 philosophy of the (laughs) The martial arts behind all kinds of martial arts are basically similar, very similar. Mm. And of course, the more time you put into um, um, training, it will show. Right,
0: yes. Yeah. Okay, let's talk about something totally different. Mm-hmm. You have a degree in computer science and mathematics. What <laughs> What were you thinking? Were you actually thinking of pursuing a career in, in either of those things? Um, I was like a lot of
1: young people when I was in school that I don't, Exactly know what I want to do when I grew up or when Mm -hmm. I graduated, Um, and of course uh, I I have really traditional parents. They, of course, I understand parents want their kids to have a stable, you know, future. Um, So when I don't know what exactly I want to do, um, the safest route is to, um, you know, take something more practical, right? That you can get
0: a good job. Yeah, (laughs) yeah.
1: So uh, and I, I, I was very good. I'm. I'm good at, um, you know, science, science STEM, maths and computer science. My father is uh, also started in programming, so I, I guess I inherited um, his the side. Math brain. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that's why, like, I I did computer science and maths, uh, but also minor in um, dance at that time because I know I love performing but i don't know how to have a career in performance right, right um so it will to me it's more like oh performing it's more like a side thing yeah. if i can do it like once a year for some right. community show it would be awesome you know when i was a kid that's what i thought but yeah i was so happy that eventually i took a lot of turns um but it got me to what I actually really have passion
0: have passion in, which is acting mm-hmm. and, and
1: martial arts,
0: you know, yeah. And tell us about what is it like combining martial arts with acting because they're two very different skills, right?
1: Yeah, they're they're very different. Um, there are amazing martial artists but when they need to do choreography on screen um they they don't deliver it as as well as some people who maybe it's not they are not martial artists they may be just a dancer but they do choreography better you know um it's really different because real fighting we won't have a choreographed piece because you are really taking the shots or doing each movement when it comes, right, you're reacting you, yeah, in re- real time, instantly, right? right. Yeah. Um, so, uh, but on screen, you have to remember the choreography, and also you have to have control for sure, because uh, uh, you can't hurt when you're doing a punch. You're just doing a punch for the camera. You're not actually pu- really punching your your uh, co-star, mm. right, or, or st- other some people. So it's it's a different kind of um, trainings that you need to have. Um, that's why a lot of dancers they actually also do really well on uh, for fighting stuff because they have the flexibility and they 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 know how to perform when you you're doing fights and uh, when you're fighting on camera the movement movements are bigger oh, but when you're really fighting the 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 you, movements are small because right. you, you're big your opponent will see you before you're <laughs> you're landing the punch so you have to exaggerate
0: kick. the movements yeah so
1: it's it's. Completely different. So um, I'm very fortunate uh, for, for for myself because I, I I was trained in um, dance since I was a kid. So. For the choreography side and for the rhythm and for like the p- performance side, I have that. And also, I was trained in martial arts, so I, I know how to lay a powerful kick and you know all the different techniques and all that. So having both knowledge, combining them and presenting them on camera make it more real. And and the, also the directors and the fight choreographers, they um, it's easier for them to work with me because I have
0: both strength. Right, yeah. yeah. Okay. Tell us what it's like being a woman in this world of entertainment of course the last few years we've been bombarded with Me Too stories uh, mm. just about how women well one lack of equal pay um, how they're being treated by certain executives you know historically it's always been one of those in- industries that has kind of exploited women ha- have you had seen or have any, had any of these kinds of experiences um you
1: talk about the Me Too movement right um yeah they're honestly um because i i started in the film industry nine years ago that was a, couple, a few years before the me too movements and there are actually ex um not that many strong asian female
0: roles yeah really. oh i mean yeah. i can't really think of no not many any. we we talked not, about this when we first met the yeah. only person i could think of was maggie mm-hmm, q right
1: mm-hmm. yeah and um Also because there weren't any of these roles available for for Asian-Americans or or women, you know, um, um, even for Asian males, uh, a lot of their roles are are more like a side cast or to be laughed at and all that. Um, That's why after I graduated from NYU, I went back to Hong Kong, because there's not really any jobs in in Hollywood for me. Uh, But it has been changed after um, the Me Too movement. Movement. Um, Hollywood is noticing and realizing that they have to include more strong female characters and be more inclusive um, with uh, you know diversity with people from different culture, different color colors. Um, so it's definitely more opportunities for us. But I think it's still growing slowly right at the moment because yeah. compared to a lot of other films uh, um, like you can still see a lot of um, Caucasian male leading yes. most of the uh, shows and projects but it, it is changing mm. there are more opportunities now but
0: it's still some time to go until it's really equal <laughs> do you yeah. ha- do you find that say even on set you have to make your voice heard if there's something that you strongly believe in that you think okay you guys are getting this wrong or you know this is not not realistic or i can i can do a lot more than you're just asking me to do
1: oh um, totally especially for me as an action female um actor um because everyone knows in this stunt world in the action worlds male are the dominant yeah um, in in the, in the in the in this genre and in, in this industry um so a lot of the times i mean there are two things working against me actually number one is i'm an actor not mm-hmm. a stunt person okay um and most of the stunt choreographer and coordinators, they don't really trust actors doing their
0: own action. Oh, they think you can't. You might get it wrong. You might get hurt. Yeah, or... and you're not
1: trained to do stunts and all that. But of course, for me, it's different. I I'm trained in acting, action, and acting, so I can deliver both. But of course, hiring me as an actor to them, um, that you know, they're still testing me and making, making want to make sure if I'm you know really mm-hmm. be able real to thing. do that. So I all of always have to you know spend more time and just show them and prove it to them it's really about earning their respect um, and letting them know that you can actually deliver what they want and better than other people yeah Um, and the other the second thing working against me is uh, I'm a woman Mm -hmm. Um, it's really hard to find more than two stunt women in some of the biggest Hollywood action shows Right. It's just really rare. Yeah. And uh sometimes they use even stunt men to double some uh, actresses. Some really? Yeah. Wow. And and also if you're talking about female stunt coordinators or female uh, action choreographer it's even rare to see in the industry. Um I'm very fortunate to like for some of my recent projects I was being Um, given a chance to choreograph my own um, uh, moves and action Um, I I definitely see some changes and see once you um, earn people's respect and people know you can deliver they're actually very happy that you can do your own actions because it's making them much more easy to film Yeah, you know yeah. they can they don't need to ask a double to do your action especially when when you can do it better than another stunt person why not having you do all your fights of course there are sometimes like if you're doing like a huge fall or like setting yourself like there are scenes like you need to be burned or on fire those are very dangerous for insurance purposes those kind of stunt yes you need to be double right because right. you don't want to get hurt yeah even for stunt people they will get hurt so but for like fight action um i i don't let anyone double me oh,
0: good because <laughs> yeah. you've got you have to pave the way i guess because there aren't role models or there aren't pioneers so you, you're one of the pioneers
1: um thanks and, and i definitely think by me doing it will also encourage uh you know more stunt teams to listen to more uh, when women have an opinion in action no matter it's horse riding uh, you know diving or any skill related um, roles yeah.
0: yeah okay you mentioned that you can get hurt have you ever been injured yeah filming
1: <laughs> yes i mean it's hard to avoid because uh, although we're not really, you know, trying to hit the other person, you, you sometimes when the camera is that close, you still have to take some hit or mm. punches. Or, um, and also when you are um, doing a scene with another actor or actress um, who doesn't have, you know, the same skill, uh, mm-hmm. they might just learn it. Uh, oh, for uh, that scene. For that scene, right. so. Um, so accident might happen in in some, sometimes and that happened it did happen to me um, on set of Crouching Tiger Hidden Dragon Sword of Destiny. Uh, yeah, I got like hit on my eye f- with a sh- sword, <laughs> like a real sword. Oh no! Um, and I thought I was gonna go blind wow. <laughs> so i couldn't see for 10 days yeah,
0: wow. yeah. and but, uh, and it was really just a, an accident it's a
1: it's yeah well my um oppo- well not my opponent but <laughs> my co-star um well we did it we did the the sequence for a few times and we actually had a really good take the take before and it was like a martini shot like that we are gonna do uh usually it's that's that's that's, that's why the accident one. happened. Oh no! Uh, I guess it's because that was so late at night, and we already have a good take. So, so maybe she was kind of like lack- relaxed a bit. A bit, Yeah. So, because um, we're just doing it for safety, right? Uh, and then she actually threw the sword at me before I finished my last move. So she forgot I still have one more move. Oh. <laughs> so and then that sword cuts right into my eye
0: wow yeah yeah wow. it hurts
1: so badly and i i thought was that's it for me <laughs> fortunately
0: fortunately
1: kinda... um it, it was okay i, I got a, like a huge black eye and i couldn't see because like my whole eye was swelling and then that was the last day of filming and i remember i think the day after the two days after it was our um our wrap party a lot of people thought i was not going to show up because yeah. with you know a yeah. big eye thing So, but for me, um, I'm very optimistic, and positive and all that, so I was like, okay, yeah, I'm blind one side, but um, I'll still go. Nothing stops Juju from partying. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So I made myself like a really pretty red um, butterfly eye patch. (laughs) Yeah, and I wear it and still go and, you know, go to the red party. That's
0: great. Well, Juju, it's been fantastic (laughs) talking to you, hearing your stories, and... (laughs) Thank you for being this great model for Asians for women for martial artists for actors and you know just putting yourself out there and keep keeping on going thank you (laughs) thanks so much for joining us today and we've been speaking with uh, Juju Chan martial arts actress who's back here home in Hong Kong for a little while